The Café Chronicles, Episode 5, The Towel. Gentrification is doing to the locals what the arrival of the Europeans did to the indigenous people of the Americas. Familiar faces are vanishing. Every other week there seems to be some new crane putting together some new hideous fast rising glass monstrosity added to the already radically altered local skyline. A 30-something mulleted Portuguese man hovering by the Café's Alfresco area, short and wearing faded denim jeans like it's 1988, appears to be attempting to break the frequently broken Lambeth street-spitting record. Records should stand for years if they're to have any real merit, but any spitting record around these parts is broken at least twice a week. The appetite for spitting among the locals is unrivaled. You just cannot walk in a straight line through these streets without running into it. If anything, while the old community's numbers are diminishing, the spitting seems to be scaling new heights. Could it be that the locals are utilising the spittle as their equivalent of the ghost dance employed by the Native American peoples in the 1890s in the belief that this dance would bring the spirits of the dead to fight on behalf of the living and push out the pioneers expanding into the American West, thus bringing prosperity and peace to the native people of that region? Is the idea behind the spitting to call on the spirits of those who once smoked and rode children's bikes on the pavement and spat their way through these South London streets over the last two decades and for the living and the dead to unite to push back gentrifiers appalled at not finding a single clean paving stone in South Lambeth? At my toilet table, I sip my latte, bring in the tall glass up to my lips and catch a glimpse of the salmon-coloured socks of a white guy, late 20s, sat in the middle of the cafe, half his face lost underneath a big beard. His girlfriend, who evidently fails to consider dropping her laughter audio in public, has been laughing at every single thing he says, and likewise he is chuckling away whenever laughs loud says something. There is not one line the other is delivering that isn't met with a laugh. It won't surprise you to hear that I have always been suspicious of the laugh-too-easily types. It's hard to work out how funny you might be when you're around the laugh-too-easy. You should have to work for the laughs, don't you think? These guys probably need to stay together for life. I mean, what are the chances of meeting another laugh-too-easy partner? If they were to split, each would go into their next relationship hopelessly overconfident in their ability to make their new partner laugh. The equivalent, I suppose, of an upcoming fighter going into the ring with bums carefully selected by his promoter and later going into a title fight deluded as to their capabilities. I take another look at everything he says is funny and there is something about him that is really troubling me. Something more than the too easy laughing. It's the salmon-coloured socks. Suddenly I find myself hurtling all the way back to 1984. Fridays, games in Morden, sick on the school coach every week, handing over a pound on the coach one Friday to an enterprising classmate for a single gobstopper in a desperate attempt to fight the nausea. That's probably about £500 in today's money. Muddy pitches, rock-hard footballs, a lunatic-moustached, curly-haired Irish games teacher in a tracksuit, the hardest teacher any of us had ever encountered, heaterless dressing rooms, and a towel. A salmon-coloured towel I always took with me to games. And one Friday, after games, toweling my underdeveloped schoolboy body when one of my more physically advanced classmates, having forgotten his towel, took mine and proceeded to rub himself down. I can still see it all now in slow motion. 
He was a very thorough dryer, with particular emphasis given to the drying of the genitals. I think to go from drying me to drying one of the first in my class to hit puberty left my towel in a state of permanent shock. I was never able to use the towel again. Every Thursday night my mum would put the towel in my school bag and I'd quietly replace it with another towel. Here's what's bothering me now about this long suppressed recollection. That I never told my family. Instead I watched them all using that salmon coloured towel through the 80s. As laughs loud laughs loudly again, I stare once more at everything he says is funny socks and the memory of the towel forces me into a nervous hurried stir of my lukewarm latte. The Café Chronicles was written and presented by Daniel Ruiz Tyson. For more of Daniel's work, please visit danielruiztyson.com and you can follow him on Twitter at 1607 Westegg.